Welcome to the RPG Podcast. And we are live. Oh, God, Pat! Presented by Sheep. A Time Wheel Production. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Robert Patton Global Podcast. I'm Robert Patton. I'm here with a very special guest, Michael Malice. If you don't know his name, Google him. Um, here he is. Are you as nervous as I am? <laughs> oh, very. <laughs> You're shaking in your boots. Yeah. Were you nervous earlier when you were doing the modeling for sheath underwear? I was not. Good. Uh, you did really good. I had a couple of friends who were like, like high up in fitness and they all said I was ready. So if they gave me the green light, I knew it's going to be not a total humiliation. So in addition to being the host of your welcome, the best-selling author of uh, the anarchist handbook on yeah. Amazon, buy it on Amazon. You're now an underwear model. Yeah. So you're in the, in the uh, league with David Beckham and yeah. and Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, and... Wait, you see bestseller, Mark Wahlberg? His videos Underwear were. model. Oh, I'm just saying, that, yeah, but David Beckham is a best-selling author, I'm oh, sure. Uh, yeah. I don't think Mark Wahlberg has a book. He's got so some good movies. He needs to get on my level. Yeah, yeah. He needs, he's, he's got to step it up. You know, his best movie was Fear, where he was uh, Reese Witherspoon's obsessive boyfriend. And there's a great line in that movie where Alyssa Milano advises her that if a guy hits her, that's how you know he loves you. <laughs> so. so she's a, a part of the Me Too movie. Yes, yeah. yeah that's ironic. I yes, guess. it is. She's great. Uh, <laughs> love that. So I was, I was going to say that another like, common thing you have, uh, like, what do you have in common with Corey DeAngelis, one of your former guests? He's also a former Sheath Underwear model. There you go. Yes. But so, I did a better job. Yeah. And that'll be coming out in, in a couple of weeks. Well, I thought it was coming out when this is dropping. Yeah, when this, is, when this drops, you'll be able to get, you'll be able to see Michael Malice in some sheath underwear. Yeah. You've been talking about I mean, without it. Without the sheath underwear, we did, a nude, we did a couple of nudes. That was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. was your idea. Yeah. Very good job. Um, so, how you doing? Good. Are, Are you, you as nervous as I am? I'm dying. <laughs> we're, in, we're in Colorado. How are you liking Colorado? I, this view, I could get used to this. Like people always talk about this mountain stuff and I'm always like blah, blah, white people shit. And like, it's nice. It really, it, you don't get the effect from a photo yeah. of like being inside of it. We're in it. We're living here. This is my little oasis. I don't leave the mountain very much and you can see why it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty sweet. So thank you for coming up here. You came from New York. You're here for the day. You're flying back tomorrow. And um, so you just released the Anarchist Handbook, and that was a best-selling book yeah. on Amazon. Isn't that crazy? It's better than it's doing better than Oprah and Barack Obama. You were saying, and it's doing it was everybody. number three, so it did better than literally everybody in nonfiction. It only got beaten by Dr. Seuss and some novel. Uh, <sighs> no disrespect to the novelist who I had not heard of, but they're clearly uh, got a bigger audience than me. So I don't know what happened, but it's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. That's, then you said it was a huge surprise, and you don't know why. I still have no theories. Yeah, it just happened. Well, and, you know, talking about sheath and the underwear, we're doing well as a company. And it just it's kind of mind-blowing to put something out there and it be rece received so well by the audience. And uh, 
you don't seem phased. You're just going about your life and doing your thing. You're writing another book. I've got, I've got like uh, the next four planned. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, I, I was. Um, I, I think I'd be more phased if I put more work into the launch, mm-hmm. and then it like. But I didn't really put a big launch. I didn't talk about it on shows. This was very organic, so it's hard to kind of. Um, get excited because it's so uh uh bizarre <laughs> yeah it is and it also Surreal. is you know very very um yeah i i had this tweet i said your accomplishments can ever can't ever be undone they're irrevocable so this also means that as of now i know that whatever book i write within reason is going to do uh, maybe it's not going to do as well as this one but I, it's going to do very well and as an author, that's the, that's the dream. In fact, there's this old Russian joke about there's this author and he meets the devil, and the devil says, "I'm gonna, I can make you like the biggest author in the world, um, but there's a catch, like your entire family, but your but your entire family is gonna die." That's okay. And he goes, "Let me give you a day to think about it." And the author's spending a day. He goes, "This is the devil. There's got to be some catch." Uh, so it's kind of like, I like, but again, that's the wish. Like you, you, you sell your soul, um, and then you get to be in the position that I'm actually in. Yeah. And I, it's, it's just weird. You're on top of the world, baby. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm very happy for you. I'm glad to be on riding on your coattails and, and your uh, accomplishments. You're, you're, you're the one who's supporting my junk. Hey. My readers support my literary junk. You support my literal junk. And... It's a part. I, I enjoy the partnership. It's fun. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna take it to the next level. Enemas. Yes. Sheath enemas. <laughs> a sheath malice collaborative design. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a few ideas. So I don't know what um, moves underwear and what doesn't. So I had a few ideas. I don't know which are good. Uh, I just so the anarchist handbook. I thought it'd be cool just to have black with the thing of dynamite on the hip. I think that would be an. E- Can you guys do? You could do prints, right? Pretty oh, yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other idea I had, I I was worried that like if you have the trim and what's the term? Is that ribbing? The stuff that goes like a V around in the front. Do we have a pair of sheath? Let's right there, right, uh, right behind you, oh, on top, on top. What's this? Up on what's top. this called? Uh, that's it's just the seam. The seams. Yeah, yeah. like if the seams were one color. And the fabric was another, um, but yes, I thought that might yes, look yes. a little too underused. No, you could do that. And okay. underused is fun. It's fun. Make it well, whatever you want. It could you could. There's my favorite combo character is yeah. from DC Comics, and she was originally called Triplicate Girl because her power was she could split into three people, and then Computo killed <laughs> one of the bodies, so she became Duo Damsel, and she could split into two people. I don't understand how like the ability to become twins is of use when fighting crime. It's like it's like I'm a like a mugger or a killer. Oh no, now there's two women. Okay, I'll kill them both. It, it's it's uh, but she's got a pink orange color scheme, which I think looks really cool. But I don't know if that's too out there for you guys. We're open. The other because one because it's going to go to your audience, and your audience. I mean, you know your audience best. There's other one is like uh, I, I like taking ideas from nature. So the the cowfish is lemon yellow with turquoise um specks mm-hmm. so that but i don't know if it's lemon is like yellow too out there i like this color scheme you do okay yeah. and it's got hexagons on it too hexagonal plates mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes you got to look at it and, yeah. and get a print look at that color. 
No, Whoa. no, that's not the one you want. You want the one, that's the third one, because that's the that's the that's a different species. This one. Yeah. Oh. So look at that. You can see the specs, but it's also good. so that's the color. Is that too bright? We haven't done that, and it just we have to we'll, we'll make it and, limited and edition. Look at it, and yeah, yeah, a limited that's edition. Just a Ferrari mode yeah. So that's that's what I'm thinking of. There's also um, look up uh, OG C O C E P H A L U S. So this is a walking batfish, and they've got a very textured skin. What the? Yeah, it's my favorite fish. They they they're hideous. But if you look at the, Ooh, nice. um, if you go to the, scroll down, that, that one on the uh, bottom right, 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 that one, you look at the, that color, the texture, like if it's brown with like um, some kind speckles? of, speckles. it's not even speckles, just like, it's just, like that might be interesting too. And that might, it looks more color scheme similar to the other stuff you guys have. Mm -hmm. Hmm. We'll, we'll make some samples. Okay. And we'll, we'll do it behind the scenes and then we'll release what's hot okay. between us. I do have an eye for those types of things, but also I let we work with Riff Raff and, and I kind of just let him run wild with what. Yeah, but he I wants. still I, I don't like things that are too out there if they're not going to move. Exactly. So, so uh, I don't know what taking out there stuff is from for you nature. Guys. Taking stuff from nature is usually pretty solid. You know, really? just like camo and ice or, or mountains. You could put you know animals, prints and stuff, different prints. What look off this one also? This is like a. a can you guys do metallics? Hmm. Or is that a problem? I don't know. It wouldn't really be shiny, I don't think. But the fabric is kind of has a sheen to it on it some of them. Yeah. Look up P R I S T E G P R I S T I G E N Y S. Jeez. What do you how do you say that? Pristogenus, I think. Pristogenus. It's Let's a big it eye. Give it a goog. It's Ladies a big eye fish? Yeah. I see him. Ooh, an eye. That's kind of nice colors. No, that's not the one you want. You go to the fifth one. Let's see. The middle bottom. I mean, the middle in the middle. Up, up, up one. Yeah. That one. Wow. I like Ooh, that's dope. And the look at the it's bottom like fin. You see that? Stripe. Yeah, you like know, that looks that that red with the black and trim and like a little metallic. I think that would be an easy one. I like that one. Yeah. And then you, you have something about similar the waist already. Band is also something that you consider, which, you know, you. Can go wild with the waistband or keep it simple, but we just throw our little logo on there. Somewhere. Have you ever thought of doing like underwear that's just basically like a, the uh, the print of a painting? No, I think that would be easy. No, like what the Mona Lisa? Or something? No, not the Mona Lisa, <laughs> but like something, something like something cool. Look oh, up, um, uh, uh, here's another oh, no, this one. Look up a Bala B A L L A, the street light. This is actually might be perfect because you could have the street light right in the middle. <laughs> so this was about the futurists, the Italian futurists. They were about technology conquering nature. So this is how a street lights overshadowing the moon. Look at that, right? Isn't that great? Wow. It's my favorite painting, one of. Very visionary. Ooh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That is cool. And I think if you extend those speckles throughout the rest of the underwear, have it either the hip or in the front. Yeah, I would want to have it on the hip. Yeah. Because it would be too on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Front, yeah. And I don't too want to Yeah, so yeah. I think that I, th I would love that also. One more thing. Look up um, pangolins. They're, so these are the most trafficked animals on earth. They're, they're covered in scales, but the scales are translucent. So it would look like armor, but also look like pangolin. Ooh. That looks like it would be easy oh, to do as underwear. Cool, though. It's like a shell. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I like that a lot. I like that fish one a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's those are where some ideas. Going. Okay. Yeah. Well, and we'll, we we got an artist. We'll get him on there. I really like that cowfish one because like, it's it would be interesting for you guys just to also use it as a beta test if you if bright colors move. Yeah, we haven't done any like neon orange yeah. or yellow yet, but we're yeah. thinking about it. 
and pink, you know, hot pink and, and yellow or something. We're open, you know, we have uh, most of our products move and every now and then we'll put something out that sits a little bit longer than you want. What was the biggest dud you guys have? Probably the mossy oaks, which is odd. We were just talking I about those, those earlier. Really? They la it took like two years to move them, and we and and like riff or the mesh or the uh, the new flower of life in like two months. Oh wow! Oh, outdoor expo and the reactions and yeah and we we went to the outdoors crowd and and a, many people from the outdoors crowd love sheath but we had a lot of people that were just like i don't wear underwear you know underwear stupid and i and my retort to that would be of course you don't wear underwear because you don't they try suck. Sheath. yeah exactly and there's a reason why you know those you don't wear them because they didn't do anything yeah and but sheath is better than being naked and i had i've had many reviews that say that and it's amazing. Like you talk us up real big, you know, and, and, and but and when I read the reviews of our customers, it, it gives me job security. I'm scrolling. I sometimes share them on my Facebook and it's like, That's great. I'm amazed by some of the responses. It's like, honestly, Joe Rogan, people say how he changed th their life and, you know, people say that about the sheath. Like we changed, we made them want to get fit. We made them feel confident and Good. like it's kind of it's just kind of funny that uh you know we get these high praises and i know you do too because i just imagine you do anyways it's very true. smart yeah. and i remember seeing you on cash cab i was just youtubing and somehow it came up that was a long time ago that was yeah and that's is that random no, no, no. They they don't tell you it's Cash Cat, but you audition for like a, a, a different kind of show. Oh, I thought they were just picking people up oh, off no, the street. No. Sorry to burst your uh, bubble. I wrote an article about it uh, okay. for um, Thought Catalog. You guys can look it up. But you're one of the few people that won. Like, I thought people went pretty regularly, no? Do they? I don't know. But like, you did pretty good. Though. I did pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that was very impressive. And it's just like, pop, pop. They also kept, I also tried to be as um, offensive as possible with the jokes. Because I knew there's nothing I could do about it, so they cut a lot of my humor. Uh, and as soon as I got the cash, I said, "This is all going up my nose," and that got cut. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you yeah. love to uh, get under people's skin a little bit, especially when they're trapped. Like that cab driver wasn't going anywhere, so I could just mess with him. Mers ben Bailey, like I, he snapped at the end. Oh no! Yeah, it was bad. I just kept fucking. Let's see. Let's let's test this guy's limits. Yeah. Wow. How long was the whole shoot? They picked us up at 23rd and like 3rd, and we were supposed to go to Broom and Allen so people can do the math as to how long that, that is for people who know New York, or they can just put on Google Maps to figure it out. Yeah. So that wasn't your first appearance on television? or The first appearance on television, I think, was in fifth grade when I won the Brooklyn Spelling Bee, and I was doing All City. That's when I won Brooklyn. Uh, and they had a little clip of me asking them to repeat the meaning uh, as an example of people at the spelling bee being nervous. And I wasn't being nervous. The, the word was noontide, N-O-O-N-T-I-D-E. And I couldn't understand if they're saying noontide or noontime. And both words are easy to spell. Right. But I'm like, can you repeat the word? He's like, noontime. And I'm like, okay, use it in a sentence. He's like, the word noontime is impossible to pronounce. I'm like, okay, I, I am just gonna have to guess. And I guessed correctly. Is that when the tide rises at noon or something? I guess, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's like, how is this a spelling bee word? This is just a basic compound word. It's like spelling bedroom, right? Yeah. If you're into spelling bee, you know how to spell fucking noon, and you know how to spell tide, and you know how to spell time. Yeah, These right? are not challenging words. Mm -hmm. 
And you won with that word? No, I, I, I got it. I was on the news with that word, oh, okay. asking them to repeat the meaning. And that was your first appearance on TV? I think so. And you weren't nervous, apparently? No. Because you didn't know, probably even know maybe that you were... Yeah, I was, I, was, I was nervous about the spelling bee. When was your, like, your first interview or something like a big time where you were nervous? And, or were you? Uh, I think when I did Kennedy... or the Sorry, the show's called The Independence. It was on Fox Business. Talk about my North Korea book, Dear Reader. And I went in there being, and this is what's really funny. Like I went in there being like, oh crap, like what if they ask me this, what if they ask me that? Cause it's such mm -hmm. a complicated technical issue. And then you leave and you're like, they're not going to be asking you about who's the general, blah, 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 blah. It's going to, like, they're not going to know anything about North Korea. Right. You're fine. So yeah. it, it was fine. You wanted to know all the ins and like all the details. I, I, I was like prepping for like a, like a, a dissertation and it was basically like a Wikipedia Very article. General. Yeah general questions yeah it's on it's on youtube how did so you went to north korea for that i'm uh -huh. sorry if that's rude yeah. that i don't know that no i you, went and you went yeah okay and so how long were you there a week and you did you went there to do the research on kim jong-il yeah I, I mean i read most of the book and it's very fanciful and he talks about how when he was born this you know the moon shot i don't know like the, the clouds parted and there's the a new star yeah yeah um, and is that how he, they teach their people? Yeah. So everything in the book, Dear Reader, is taken from North Korean literature and propaganda. Okay. Um, so I wrote it so that you can get the North Korean uh, perspective on themselves and the world and basically every issue you might want to have. So a lot of this stuff is really crazy and a lot of it's uh, much saner than we give them credit for. Uh, so they're all over the map. It's, it's Well, it's like they're treating him as if he was like Jesus, right? Kind of. I mean, kind of. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's more like Uncle Sam, I think. Yes, but grand, greater than human. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, sure. But, and that's, do you think they believe the believe what they're getting told? Because the humans are malleable, and if that's all you're ever told, wouldn't you believe that? Or, or, or? I think it's it's a mix. Some people believe it. Some people are like this is completely stupid. Right. I've met refugees. They people, they're not idiots. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, they're like okay. I mean, if you look at how people look at the presidents, it's going to be like somewhat similar. Yeah. Some people are going to be like these are just jackasses. Some people are like, oh my god, Abe Lincoln! Right. Don't you dare desecrate his name. You know, it's just like it's the range. This podcast is brought to you in part by ohanakababar.com. Now, ohana means family, but what is kava? Kava is a root from the South Pacific. It makes you calm and happy. Just go to ohanakababar.com, choose your favorite brew. They have many to choose from with more on the way. And I personally like the tincture. It tastes good. It gets you quick and you're calm and relaxed in a moment. It cools and calms the nerves. Some call it an herbal Xanax. I think it's quite fine. And I think you'll like it. Let them know we sent you. Support this podcast by supporting our sponsors and support this company. It's run by a fine gentleman who worked in the nursing um, profession for 15 years before he finally was able to break away from the chains of, you know, the nine to five and start his own company. He takes pride. He loves it. He drinks it every day. I love it. I use it all the time. And I think you will too. So go to ohanakababar.com, use promo code sheath. You're going to love it. Doesn't taste that great, but chase it with a nice pineapple 
you will not be disappointed. Trust me on that. OhanaCombaBar.com. Ohana's family. Use promo code SHEATH. You're welcome. Our next ad is for another plant medicine, if you will. It's called Kratom. And you can get it at SoapCorner.com. S-O-A-P Corner with a K dot com. Go to SoapCorner.com. Use promo code SHEATH. And of course, last but not least, SheathUnderwear.com. The greatest underwear on the planet. The underwear of legends. The underwear that keeps your balls from sticking to your legs. That's right. This is the best underwear because it keeps your boys cool. Check out sheathunderwear.com. Back to the show. You're very well versed in like the American history and all the presidents. and I think so. I, at one point, I could name them all in order. Yeah. Because, you know, we all like to think that they're great people. They were great men. Then they did great things for this great country. And then you find out more and more that maybe they're not so great. Yeah, Grover Cleveland was a pedophile. Like the he uh, married the girl he had raised as like as since she was an infant, like, like the day Woody she turned Allen, eighteen. A little Woody Allen yeah, action. Yeah, it's just really like he was basically her adopted dad. Then he married her. This is, look this up. It's just yeah. like what. And then he still got elected. No, I mean, the, uh, yeah. Or was that after? I don't remember when it was. I think no, it was before he became president. And they hide. They could hide stuff. It was. And they weren't hiding it. I. Well, they can though. Sure. And it's so weird that they they do that and people don't think they would do that. Like I didn't think, and I'm one of them. Like when I I joined the army to go sure. fight yeah, in yeah. Iraq. Yeah, it's for our country. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Not go to Iraq? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I, I'm there, and then I come back, and then I go back, and then I'm like, hmm, what are we doing here again? Yeah. Yeah. And is this who's there's somebody making money off of this? But it's also the idea that like if you worry about people and you care about them, the mm. best way to keep them safe isn't to export them like to the harm's way. And I also think it's it's dubious at best the claim that if we're not in Iraq, the Iraqis are going to be here. I mean, there's lots of stops along the way. Yeah, but we didn't question it. We were like, I didn't. Right, I was like, ooh. And Cindy Sheehan was out there. I and, just remembered her name. And as soon as she became useless, they she's forgotten because yeah. she ran against Pelosi for, oh, wow. and she turned on the machine. Yeah, and they forgot her. No one knows who she is anymore. And she was on TV every single day. She was like the David Hogg of her time. Yeah, protesting the war. And yeah, I, and I was like, shut up, lady. Uh, you know, I'm a patriot. Yeah. And now I'm like, she was right. She was right. But it was just interesting how the, the corporate media works. Her mm -hmm. shtick, which I don't say shtick, I don't want to disrespect her in this context. Her son had died, mm -hmm. and now she's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure no other sons died. It's admirable. Absolutely. That said, there were lots of parents whose sons died and who were like, I'm glad he made this sacrifice. This was necessary. He for died some, doing for, what he wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew he was getting himself yeah. into, blah, blah. For some reason, she's the one who was there every night because she served a purpose. She was a puppet for them. Uh, I don't know if she realized that or she cared, uh, but that was, and as soon as someone, you know, gets off script, look at Rose McGowan, they cast somebody else. Yeah. You follow the script yeah. or you don't play the game anymore. Look at Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He never like, followed the script though. How? Oh man. Like, cause he was so close that he almost got reelected and, and I, thought he was going to, and not that I wanted him to or didn't want him to, everyone out there that might be watching, don't worry about what I want or don't want. But 
it was weird, like how everything turned against him. Oh yeah, and and nothing for Biden came out that you know was negative, and only you know the laptop, and that was it's. And then people are just like, so yeah, okay, and we're and then I'm just like, okay, so we're back to business as usual. I don't think we are though. See, I don't know. Like back to business before Trump or whatever. I don't think, I think that's what they desperately want to happen, but I don't think that's happening at all. And I think a lot of people really have radicalized in this country and especially against the media. Uh, I think you see it on social media. People are a lot more hateful or um, antagonistic towards, let's suppose, CNN than Joe Biden, which wouldn't have been the case six years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very healthy. I think mm-hmm. like if you look at who are... Talk about the war. Like, yeah, Joe Biden voted for the war, but the New York Times are the ones banging the war drums and were much more effective at it than some rando senator from Delaware. So the fact that all these, um, uh, you know, corporate media entities have all this literal murder on their hands, uh, I think people are increasingly understanding that and thankfully are realizing that they are just like Tim Dillon, who I know you. uh, uh, sponsor. sponsor as well. He just had this great tweet where a New York Times reporter just uh, very respectfully is like, "Hey, Tim. Hey, Mister. You know, he's pro- very professional. Is like, you know, I got your contact info from such and such a person. I'm doing an article on um, Joe Rogan. Just wondering what he's like as a host, so on and so forth. Like, very like, hey. And you could see how maybe. 15 years ago, your comic, your podcast, oh my God, the New York Times is calling me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm, I, I don't know Tim that well, but I know him well enough to know this. He just replies, you know, dear Frank, whatever the guy's name is, uh, respectfully go fuck yourself in those words. Mm-hmm. Because now there's an understanding this reporter, it'd be one thing if the reporter was just, you know, skeptical or skewed, like, oh, you know, Joe Biden, actually, Joe Rogan does a lot of good things, but he here's some consequences. Let's have a balance. Let's look at the positives and negatives of getting your opinions from someone who doesn't answer to an organization. You could easily see the case against that, you know, mm-hmm. who's who's the check on that, right? But there, now there's a complete understanding this is going to be a hit piece. Like, there's not even a, like, it's just like, who, who do you think you're fooling at this point in New York Times? So that was just, and Elon Musk, uh, another one, like the New York Times emailed him, I think it was New York Times, the Washington Post, and he just replied, like, tell your corporate overlords to suck my dick or uh, something like that. But like <laughs> to have that, not only that level of contempt in terms of like, you're the bad people, but also to feel comfortable speaking in a, such a crass manner to people who present themselves and who are perceived as so high up socially mm-hmm. and Elite. culturally. Yeah. yeah. So that I think is very healthy. It's not just that they are um, evil people. It's that they're, they're trash, like just real scum I, as human beings and should be spat on like when people see them on the street. I want more people to see the truth for, you know, their agendas. and Exactly. Like, it's just like, be cool. Like, what's so hard about that? Why do you have to write a hit piece? Here's, here's like this. Here's, here's how I would do it. I'm writing a piece that's critical of Joe Rogan and his uh, uh, influence on this country. You've been a, a frequent guest. Tell me what I'm missing. I want to have it be balanced and tell me why you think Joe Biden, Joe Rogan's, a, I keep calling him Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, why do you think Joe Rogan's a positive? That's how you write the piece. That's perfectly reasonable. Like, okay, defend him. Like, and answer my criticisms. But it's it's a complete, you know, they they had no. This is the one article. There's another few articles that are like so beyond the pale that you're like, okay, you people really are the devil. Like there was A1 above the fold, which is like the prime real estate in the New York Times, Mm -hmm. had a piece. There was a kid in West Virginia who started watching Ben Shapiro 
And YouTube, thanks to the algorithm, started watching white nationalist videos. I don't know. And by the end, he's like, I'm not a white nationalist. This is stupid. And he like just became regular conservative. And the article's like, oh my God, YouTube's radicalizing our youth. It's like, okay, you used one data point. So even if one person watched Ben Shapiro and then became a Nazi somehow, like that's not indicative of a broader trend, right? Number one. Number two is your example that didn't even have happening. Like he went too far and he's like, wait, this is crazy. And he pulled yeah, back. Yeah. I'm like, why is this a story at all? Let mm. alone front page, literally front page news there because you have an agenda and you are the enemy of the people. Yeah, I'm, hey, I'm the cool, that one good thing about like, Trump being gone, I feel like people have, I've tuned out. I'm in a lot of the politics. It's like, I don't even want to watch this. It's so, it's almost depressing because of stuff like that and the agenda. And it's just like, I'm not paying attention. I'm going to watch Joe Rogan and Michael yeah. Malice and Dave Smith. There's people That's who terrible. I trust for some reason. I don't, and, and it's all, it's like you get, you know, some people say you get your you know news from Fox or you get your news from CNN or you get your news from the internet or whatever. But it's like, it's resonating. Like, to, so it makes sense to me. When I listen to this other channel that starts with a CNN, it doesn't make sense. It, it like, I'm like, it's not jiving with my sensibilities. So and when I listen to Joe, I'm like, aha. When I'm listening to you and Dave, I'm like, yeah. So like, I don't know what's wrong with that. But I don't know that you guys could just be bullshitting sure. everyone. But it does. Dave certainly just is. makes sense. Yeah, just completely disgusting. Yeah, person. I don't. I'm gonna stop working with him. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah, he's. I'm done with that guy. I heard he's tongue like a thimble. He. Wait, that's me. Two babies. He's got two babies coming. Or one more coming. Congratulations, Dave. Dave for president. You're gonna be his spokesman or president. Well, secretary. if I get enough Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah, one Bitcoin a, a year, month. A, a month. month. Yeah. Well, it depends on how much it's worth. Well, I got to make sure I don't get my life ruined by the New York Times if the, if his campaign gets traction. Yes. So this is will give me uh, economic security so I could really go nuclear. So you're feeling really confident with Bitcoin then, with everything? That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, and I mean, I feel confident with crypto, but I feel like maybe Bitcoin was the mother, and but then like newer, better versions are coming out that might... Be and I don't know anything about this. Sure, stuff, so. I'm not a crypto authority, but I mean, I, I I do like Bitcoin. Yeah, are you going to go to the Bitcoin conference? No, I'll, all my friends are there this okay. weekend. I know Tim Dillon's going. We we're talking about Tim Dillon and uh, Bill Gates and oh. Tony Hawk and wow. some big names. Big deal. Buy ADA, <laughs> buy Safe Moon. I don't know what that is. ADA is Cardano, and it was made by oh. one of the co-founders of Ethereum. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's only at two bucks. Oh. It's a little less than two bucks. So, because of and, and they're talking about like energy usage, and and these are more kind of like lightweight okay. energy users that are you know. So, I feel like future generations of of. Cryptos might work better for transactions, but I have no idea what I'm yeah. talking about. So, I mean, I got Bitcoin. I got. I have a nice little array of different uh, coins that I'm holding. Mm. So, I'm hopeful to, and that's to fight like inflation. Yeah, yeah. They're printing all the money, zero interest rates. House prices are going crazy. Right. You're moving to Austin. I am. And you're gonna. You said the 
houses are cheap there compared to New York. Yeah, it's insane. But they're they're expensive to people that live in San Antonio. Well, I don't care. I don't know anyone <laughs> in San Antonio. Yeah, because <laughs> it's all relative. Yeah, but people like because everyone moving from California and New York are they're coming to Colorado and Texas, and the house prices are just oh, sure. skyrocketing. I moved to this house in April of 2020, which was you know the month the pandemic yeah. began practically march and april and so we were moving during that so we got it right in time i think because a it was really hard to buy houses after that sure. for the year but now it's like all hard because everyone else is trying to buy them to get out of new york and california and i mean is it mostly taxes Right? It's just New York's been devastated. Like if any kind of small independent business that you would have liked to frequent New York didn't have the resources to survive this, do I really need to be going to the new Target in Manhattan, you know, in Herald Square? What, what is it? I mean, sure, it serves its purpose, but that's not New York. No, Target. Yeah, yeah like, what, what is this? I can, do the, I can go to Target in Austin with where all my friends are now. Midland. Yeah, yeah. Lex, Elon, Joe, T Tim, your best friend, Tim. <laughs> I'm gonna is talk there to him. What's so popping about Austin? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I I don't need to be where industry is, you know. Yeah, exactly. We we're freelancing yeah. in this piece. Speaking of freelancing, Kickstarter is it births a lot of new businesses. Sheath, and you did a Kickstarter. Yeah, for Dear Reader, the North Korea book. Yeah. I raised thirty grand. Yeah. Hell yeah. That was, and that was two thousand and. Ten. Okay, we did ours two thousand. Was it two thousand ten? It must have been two thousand ten. No, two thousand. The book came out twenty fourteen. Dear reader. So it was two thousand twelve. I did it. How about that? Yeah, it's a long time. Wow, nine years. It's something. I mean, like about the people coming together to support businesses. I really like that. I, agree. I like. Oh, very much so. Yeah, I like. Finding, seeking out people who are doing their own thing, podcasters, fighters, and comedians, and then in a lot of small businesses that I'm friend, like I have friends who own small businesses, and I like to associate with them, but also help people that are kind of coming up, whereas where I was a few years ago, and um, I don't know if did people help me come up. I know. I mean, God. Kickstarter helped a lot. <laughs> Kickstarter yeah, yeah. helped, and then just learning along the way. You know, a lot of this podcast is not political. Typically, it's more. It's called. It's like about success and the principles of success. And do you like meditate? For instance, do you meditate? No, I hate it. Yeah, but do you get? So some people like jog. I don't think you jog. God no. But they find meditation in that. But you don't. Do you find like? find the zone anywhere in anything you do maybe writing probably like. well the zone for me is much more frenetic so i i what does I, that mean frenetic? like amped oh, oh okay. so it's not relaxing it's i'm like you know clenching my teeth kind of thing oh nice that's the zone like listening fast-paced music you know really kind of into it uh -huh. um so that's i'm more of a sprinter than a like marathon you lose person. track of time though yeah yeah like just get into whatever you're doing right, right. and what is that normally like if I'm writing, I mean, if, yeah. if, if the words are flowing, it's really yeah. great. If I'm doing some show, you know, it's it's uh, it's just really kind of dynamic. When you're writing, where do you think that comes from? You know, just like thoughts. Is that too, that's a pretty big question? <laughs> it's you know, 
Because they come from some, is it, it's, you know, the theory of a muse, you know, like you have a muse. Oh, or... I don't, you know, a lot of times I'll get ideas from friends or something like that. Like mm-hmm. uh, Dear Reader, the idea for Dear Reader came from um, Justin Esch. Justin was the inventor of bacon salt and bacon A's. Um, so bacon salt is something you can get, I'm sure they still make it. It's bacon flavored salt. It's vegan, no calorie. Uh, and you just add the, the taste of bacon to your food. It's like Mrs. Dash, right? So it's like a food seasoning. It's a really good. They all said bacon A's, which is bacon flavored mayonnaise, which is also, I think, vegan. Or not vegan because it's got egg, but whatever. So he's the one who gave me that idea um, for the book. How so, weird. Yeah, what are you looking I'm at? I'm looking at the camera. Um, I've, I heard of this funny new product. It's like ramen noodle scented shaving it's cream. It's not saving soap. Shaving soap? Yeah. So Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements, they're from, um, I think, Arizona. Uh, they came out with some weird scents, and I've been looking for this one for a very long time. You could only get it. There's only There had only been one photo online, someone selling it on eBay, because it, like, lo- it was like a loyalty customers program from like five years ago. And I'm like, I'm never going to find this. Uh, and they just re-released it for no reason. And I just got it. I tried it today for the first time. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's a, like a random product to sell and it's probably a very niche market very very niche yeah, yeah. and I, you know with but they've got a bunch that smell like so they I, it took me a long time to find their fresh baked which smells like bread they had um, Big Ooh, Baby like which, that. which that smells like baby powder which is terrible hmm. um, they also have like an eggnog one a, a fruitcake one for Christmas um, they've got one that smells like Hawaiian Punch they've got one that smells like Irish Spring Soap but they've also got lots of regular you know, good smell. They have ones that smell like Brut Cologne or Aquavelva, mm-hmm. uh, um, like High Karate, uh, all the old school colognes. Old school yeah. yeah, but they've got also like their own unique scents. So they're they're a good brand. Nice. And you know, whoever's running that brand probably had a dream. Oh and, yeah. And they're just living it out. Yeah. And that, and you you know, do you're doing that? You're you're living that out. I feel like I'm in a dream sometimes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I took Twin Peaks a little too seriously. And that we live inside a dream. It's it's there's a lot of weird stuff going on, and I don't know where it's going. But it's good. It's good. <laughs> when you were a kid, you know, what what did you think you were gonna be, or whatever? Probably an assassin. Yeah, Russian. like 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 a kind of a someone who votes for president in a very unique way. No, I don't know. I didn't know what I was gonna do when I was a kid. I thought I would be. A, um, I did think I was going to be a talking head uh, early on, and really? that, that happened. Yeah, because I would watch shows like Best Week Ever. And it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, oh, I could do this much better than these people. And then you're like, okay, am I just delusional? Uh, you know, like everyone thinks they're the, they'd be the best quarterback, right? Right. And then I'm actually doing it. I am doing better than those people. So it's just like, oh, okay. So I guess I, that was some accurate bit of self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I was in my um, fifth grade career day, I put on a little suit and tie and I wanted to be the president oh, of a company. You are. And I am. Yeah. And I was in the newspaper. There's like a little clipping of, of that day, which I had forgotten about. But I believe in kind of visual, you know, visualizing. That's another principle we talk about and visualizing what you want to happen and then kind of letting that settle into your mind. And then I was telling you earlier, your mind is a magnificent computing tool. It pr- solves problems and it'll come up with the solution. And then at that point, you take action on the inspiration, yeah. where that inspiration comes from. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But you then take that action and do it. And that's kind of like, but 
you just you're just kind of flowing through life. I think no success direction. for me happens when you realize it really happens. It goes to another level when you start thinking of life instead of driving a car but surfing. So it's that you're like, all right, this is going to go in a good direction, but the idea that you're going to control this environment is is uh, delusional, mm-hmm. and just be open to whatever comes next. And yeah. and when that happens, you're going to grab that wave. That has served me very well. And I talked to Gutfeld about this also a long time ago, and he goes, "That's exactly right. Like, because you just if you think you're going to be able to predict and control, you're crazy." Yeah, I mean, you can do a little bit, right? And you want to have some sort of direction you're aiming toward, and you know with these principles you so you pick you pick where you want to go but of course there's going to be obstacles along the way and so as you run into them you get go around them yeah figure out a way like water going down a stream you figure your way down into where you're trying to get to the gully a nice pond there's a lot of fish and uh it's very peaceful yeah it's a paradise uh (laughs) Superhuman. What did I say about? I wrote down superhuman. Why did I write that down? How do we become a superhuman? Is it possible? I mean, bionics, right? So I'm into this. Is my where now? This is something I don't have control over. You know, I don't really want. I want to stop aging. I want to integrate with bionics and AI, like AI. You you need adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, right? I need baby blood. Yeah. That's what they take from the kids. Yeah, you got to scare the kids and get their hormones, and then you don't ever age. But okay, so, but the problem with that is Hillary and Nancy look like they're aging very poorly. Well, they're getting the the store brand. So they're getting like the fruit of the loom, and you want the sheath. I'm, I'm like, so you got to make sure you get the sexy kids, not these like chubsters. So you the can Kardashians easily catch. are getting the good ones. They're getting the good stuff. Okay. Yeah, the sexy, That's... sexy. They got the they've got the Kaylee Anthony stuff. Okay, you're, you're getting the kind of. I'm know. trying to get in with them. We're, we're right there. Are you? No, but uh, uh, Scott Dixon or whatever Scott the uh, he was married to the oldest sister uh, Scott whatever his name is. I can't think of his name, but. He has a show called Flip It with his last name. And the guy on the show, we got him. So it was his construction guy. One step closer. We're very close. I think that was a Stacey one. Yeah, but Scott, whatever his name is, he was married to one of the Kardashians. This is the best way to network when you don't even know the person's name. He's a big deal. Apparently. Uh, Talentless. He has a brand called Talentless, which is a selling like cool... um, hoodies and stuff okay but that's and he he remodels houses okay that's that's honest work yeah Yeah, that's impressive work yeah that's it clothing is a good industry i find to be because when i was younger i uh i was always ambitious i wanted you know to like be a business person so i started selling things right away when i was young like baseball cards and herbs and things of that nature along the way my, always- my dad is a is a garbage person and i finally had to get the first set of garbage pail kids oh yeah that he threw out as a kid when someone when i finished the book uh, uh, adam who's a supporter just sent me a contribution of 500 bucks and he goes I, you have to waste this money so i got the garbage pail kids again they're a grand now i bet yeah last yeah. time i looked they were like 700 so this is going to appreciate very well those were those were fun those are a lot of fun yeah Yeah, i had those 
and I wish, I guess I wish I had kept them. Yeah. I kept a few comic books. Some stuff doesn't make it along the journey. You can only carry so much stuff. Well, you could, it, we had room for a set of garbage bill kids then. I, I went through some treacherous waters. Yeah. And it got, it got soggy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you have a lot of pants. 30 pairs of pants. Yeah. Oh, is that it? 30? I guess that's, that is still a lot, though. It's a lot. But course. I know you're like into it. Oh, yeah. It's the whole denim subculture. Yeah. Denim subculture. I like my Lululemon pants. They're, they make those for dudes? They're really good. No, they're, they, I'm wearing them right now. That's and disgusting. They're amazing. It's definitely disgusting. What a horrible brand. It's quite successful. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can't get on board with something that like soccer moms are all about. Ew. But isn't that their brand strategy? I yoga moms, yoga yeah, girls. I, I don't, I don't, uh, it's, you know why this is, no, no, I'm thinking of LuLaRoe. Okay, good. Okay. Please. There's a brand of tights or jeggings, whatever they are. And they're like covered with like hot, they are covered in like hot dogs, but they also have like hot dogs attached. They, they're hideous. Like I've never seen them. My friend Jackie talks about them, but what they do is they'll throw these like online parties and it just sounds like the epitome of despair because you're imagining all these like 50-year-old Haagen-Dazs and eight cat women wearing their tights. Ooh, we got margarita. Like they're holding a margarita. They got a tiara. They're in front of their webcam and it's like a party because, oh, what, what kind of LuLaRoe tights are you rocking today, girls? And you're sitting there and just like, oh my God, this is, I'm imagining all of this. Maybe none of this is real, but like whenever <laughs> okay. I hear LuLaRoe, I, I, I always get those confused. Well. Um, I hope you don't have those as well. No, I don't. Okay. I don't have those. But I, you know, I do like jeans too. I was just throwing out some good. These aren't jeans. These are just like really nice dress yeah. pants. And they you wash them a hundred times and they look the exact same, brand new. That's terrible. Oh. The whole point of denim is that you get the fades. Well, these aren't. These are just. Like I dress know, but the pants. whole point of like this is uh, if you're gonna wear clothes, a big part of the fun is watching them age. In like in like approved ways, like, yeah, jeans. Jeans are yeah, the, jeans the are best the only, example of this. Yeah, that's no sneak some shoes, some mm -hmm. old sneakers, mm -hmm. like leather nice, jacket, leather jacket. It will age well. Maybe a ball yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah, it's a great yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. So it happens. Yeah. Um, do you have a washing machine? That's a weird question. I don't. That's okay. one of the reasons I'm moving. Yeah. So I can get better fades in my jeans. It's kind of cheating to wash your jeans, but I've gotten permission from the company. So okay. Yeah. I thought you had to wash them sometimes. I no, wash. no. The whole point, I actually just was at in Miami and uh, I have a pair of stainless steel denim, which is like 20% stainless steel thread. Mm. And there's like 250 pairs on earth. It's not that they're like, it's just like they just came out for one year or whatever. Yeah. And I wore them into the ocean because wearing uh, jeans in the ocean was a bucket list thing because I thought it looked like something out of a music video. And also now I get to find out if the pants will rust. Yeah, I was going to think. Yeah, gonna they ask. haven't yet, but it's only been like a month. So hmm. The reason I do this in a lot of ways is to practice communicating and get better at communicating. It just so happens to be one of the most valuable skills as a human yes, I've heard. Most certainly. Yeah. And I've watched Joe. He's gotten better along the way. And I've gotten better, believe it or not. I'm doing much better than I used to. I used to freak out, dude. I mean, like, and I was freaking out earlier, but you're a bit, you're the biggest guest we've had. So that's a little bit acceptable. I'm 4'11". Uh, <laughs> well, um, you're big and, and, and not like, in the pants. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> what is just your overall impression of you is, is you come across as, as you're an intellectual, super 
giant. Okay. So there you go. Me and Dave Smith. Yes. He's he's going to be the president. That's what I was thinking also is you were saying there's a shift happening in America, the radicals or whatever. And I don't even think it's radical. We just want normal shit. We just I mean kind of, right? Like freedoms, liberties. Here's the here's the, here's the thing. I've already beaten every president at their own game. Uh just in terms of sales. Uh, even though it was a short period of time, it's still something that should not be happening. I shouldn't be able to be competitive with any of these people. So to get to the debates, you only need 15% uh, before you're allowed in the presidential debates. And once you're regarded as viable, like look at Perot, whatever, you really have, like Jesse Ventura in Minnesota is another good example. Then you really, because it's hard, because there's a strategy to voting, right? You don't want to waste your vote on someone who has no chance, but you do want to jump on the bandwagon of an outsider who's going to upset the apple cart, and you you have the possibility to make a difference. I think a lot of people voted for Trump for that reason because he was such an outsider. Bernie gets a lot of support for that as well. Bernie Sanders, Senator mm -hmm. from Vermont. So the, I don't think it's impossible at all, uh, given what. Uh, Dave stands for and social media to get him to fifteen percent in no. four years. I don't think it's. I don't think it would be that hard. Mm -mm. I think it would be hard, but certainly not in the realms of unthinkable. Well, the way he's going about it, like saying, "I'll do this if you guys all get behind me." And yeah. I mean, I got my little fucking libertarian packet over there, and I joined the party. I have not joined that horrible party well, yet, but they're gonna have to. Once I have, once this all gets in a row, then I'll join. I'm on team Dave. Because I'm not on team what's currently going on. I'm, I would be on team Dave because if that happened, I'd be running their Twitter account and I would uh, unleash a season of poison on everyone in Washington. Like just really below the belt, cruel. <laughs> That'd be so cool. These people make their living by killing children. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're a hypocrite. I'm shopping for blood. Yeah. And I, I think they the should, yeah, they, right. Be nice. And they should really be very nervous if this happens. Not just, just in terms of so much of their stature is based on lies mm -hmm. and people being persuaded that these are quality, smart, decent people. They're horrible, not too bright often uh, people. So it, it, it would be wonderful. And even if it doesn't happen in terms of him getting to the debates, it would still be a great year. Uh, I would make Trump look like Betty White. I, could, I believe that. Yeah. He, and she's sweet. She's a sweet old she's lady. She's a great woman. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited for that because if he wins, then we'll be the underwear of the president. That's true. Boom. That's, that is true. Yeah. And and the Speaker of the House. You wouldn't be the Speaker of the House. No, I'd be the Press Secretary. Press Secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. You can't run for anything because you're Russian. Well, right? I can run for Senate or okay. House. Um, I just can't just, be president or vice not, president. You're not feeling those. You're just doing your thing. No, I just, I mean, I, no, I don't. I think it's just too much work to run. The campaigns are just twenty four seven. And then you just get and you just one vote. Yeah, roasted. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, no, it's because it's scary out there to put yourself out there. And even as a brand, like you have to be careful with kind of whatever. And I'm not I don't scared know, of that. I'm just scared of like trying to act nice to these idiots and asking for their support. Like they're horrible. Like you're, you're, you're a horrible dumbass. I don't need, I don't want to be genuflecting before you and asking for your vote. But if the cathedral turns against you. It's, yeah. Well, that's going to happen if yeah. this, if Dave gets any traction. That's why I need that Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. And make it worth it. Yeah. No, not make it worth it to be, have insurance, insurance that if they do try to completely Milo me or Gavin me yeah. or marginalize me, it's complete like many of these other figures um, 
uh, Carpe Donctum was Trump's meme maker. He's just been vanished. I want to make sure I'm not going to be homeless. I don't, yeah. What are we, what is happening? Are we in Russia? What the fuck? I mean, in many ways, there's certain similarities, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like zip it and just put, keep your head down yeah. and don't say anything. That's what they want, yeah. Yeah. I feel like enough people say stuff where I'm not too much of a threat. I'm just, I'm just like, getting ideas and whatnot, but I do support a lot, you know, you guys who are out there on the front lines of ideas and putting them out there. And I think they're, they're good. You're just, it's mostly just freedom is all you're talking about, you know, and I, I don't see anything wrong with that. And that could be nice. Sure. What do you want to do when you're, when you're done with writing books and stuff? I have no idea where I'm going Yeah. now. Like I've just, everything's been checked off. Everything after this is gravy. Uh, I Surf. don't understand where I am right now. This makes doesn't make sense to me. So it's just like, all right, I'm I'm in for the ride. And I'm I'm in there with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna just we're gonna be there together, kind of not like together together, but well, you're in my pants. Yeah, <laughs> we're every day. I I love it, and I you you the fact that you have such are such a good sport about it it's really a huge not, I, I like the product i know it's so it's crazy. not being a good sport you don't yeah. have to, you're not paying me to wear them it's so but it's weird to you know because we do pay some people and then some people and we pay most people but they don't have to wear them right you, know? you never said right so, yeah yeah and i guess it's it's just sometimes i don't believe it and you have the impo imposter syndrome to this day you know it's like but i'm getting better about believing it because like so many it's like um, so many people now have you know what i used to think my older brother was buying all of them <laughs> and are paying people to buy all the underwear that was my the most um plausible hypothesis i had for the success of the anarchist handbook is that some bitcoin millionaire wanted it to succeed an anarchist um. and bought like Hundred thousand or yeah. ten thousand or fifty thousand, whatever it was, mm. and I'm like, okay, that would actually make sense. That would explain this phenomenon. But the sales were steady and distributed over periods, so maybe there, there's an anonymous guy who did it like in that way. Yeah. But it doesn't, and I'm sure they'd make themselves known or at least to me privately. So even that doesn't resolve the the impossible miracle that happened. That's so cool. Yeah, it is very cool. How many? I mean, I have no idea how many I sold. Okay. Over a hundred thousand sold. Is it a hundred thousand? It's not a hundred thousand. No, no, no. Okay. Not even close. We're we've passed a hundred. We've passed a hundred thousand or a quarter million or more. I don't know how many we've sold of underwear. But it, at one point, it was like way less than that. Of and then at some somewhere you, you know, at some point you pass a threshold and it becomes more acceptable. And we're just like growing kind of exponentially, and. It's a beautiful thing. I feel very blessed. I try to be grateful. Are you grateful for everything? Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes if you're not grateful, then the gods will just be like, oh, yeah, I'll take that from you. Absolutely. Yeah. So appreciate what you have. And, and then more comes to you, supposedly, the law of attraction. You heard of that? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, I lived my life by that for quite some time and it seems to be working so i'm just keep keep working what's working now i'm just thinking about different fish with cool colors <laughs> <laughs> like which which port well 
There's some deep water Australian box fish, which look really cool. We haven't done any fish designs. But I'm just talking about the patterns from no, the I'm, fish. Doesn't like read like look up um, uh, A U R A C A N I A. He was a spelling bee. A C A N I A. Well, we didn't have Latin words in, in spelling bee. These these is the scientific names for these fish. Aracani. It should be like a box fish that comes up. No, but but it's, it's a specific okay. group of bass fish. Oh, I found it. Okay. You got it? It's like blue and orange, I think. Mm-hmm. Whoa, there's a bunch, but this one hit me pretty good. Uh, that's um, the one, yeah. If you look at the bottom right, bottom, yeah, bottom right all the way. No, 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 the bottom right of the right-hand pane. Like that, yeah, those stripes. Yeah. Whoa. So it's like a tail, like you could use those colors. Kind of looks tigerish. Yeah. And look leopard up top. So like that, I think is interesting. It's interesting how they would have similar designs as like cats, and, and, the, and they're like in the deep sea. There. And also, the males and females are different. Wow. So I think that yeah, I like that's these a male. Blues and yellows. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well. Oh, look up um, pinecone fish. This is also something that would easily port. Let me save this one. And it's black and yellow, which are the ANCAP colors. Port. Like it would transfer easily from oh. uh, fish patterns to underwear colors. Okay. What was it called? Uh, Pinecone fish or pineapple fish. Can you explain what, sorry, ANCAP means? I know it's ANCAPistan and it's like. Anarcho capitalist, that's it. An, oh, okay. Anarcho capitalist. Yeah, like that. That would be easy to do. Wow. Black and yellow. Mm-hmm. Black and yellow. That's yeah, look at that. That's, the, that's very easy to. Um, there you go. Look at that. I think that'd be very. That would translate perfectly. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. Yeah. Save that. He's gonna save it. Good. We're gonna be wrapping it up here in just oh, a moment. Okay. But I wanted to talk about one more thing. It's not that important. But you were talking about you're gonna be moving into a new house and you get to decorate it. Are you? Uh, this is like a modern, or it's a mid-century modern okay. decoration. Do you have any theme or anything like that? Yeah. What I'm going to do is I have a bunch of um, original comic book art oh, yeah. from comics I had as a kid. So I have the original art. So how that works is when you have the art from a comic book, it's going to be black and white because of the pencil and the ink. Yes. The color comes later. So let's suppose I wouldn't have this, but let's suppose you had a Superman, right? The page is going to be black and white, but to paint the wall that the art is hanging on, the blue of his suit. Okay. So, you know, I have one of... Um, uh, plastic man and he's red so I'd have him in a red room um, and have that piece of art be the focal piece I like the idea of every room in the house being colored something different I mm-hmm. like color um, and I think that would be something that would be very very fun and I want to have one room that's yellow like the cowfish and have the aquariums in there I'm thinking your wife is going to be like no I'm just kidding. My, <laughs> I don't have a wife and it's my house I'm just so. joking yes you're still a bachelor mm-hmm. but uh That'll be fun. That'd yeah. be, it would be like you're like a big kid. and Yeah. You have a lot of collections of I stuff. Do. I do. That's pretty cool. You have like, what else you got? Tell me some other I have every GoBot, He-Man, She-Ra, and Thundercat unopened. Whoa. Uh, except for Spinnerella. Um, I have, and every Superpowers. Um, I have shaving soaps, a few hundred, the jeans, um, 200 succulents in the house. 
in the house. Uh, I, I own every book I've ever read. I've been digitizing them. But and you'd like to get people's autographs. I want to get your autograph on all on our books. Well, why not we get on here. the underwear? Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Can we sign my underwear that I'm wearing right now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> cool. We'll do that later in the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. On the on our knees. <laughs> Love it. Loving it. You're such a good sport. I really appreciate you true. coming. I'm really not. Well, you seem like a nice guy. That's also a complete lie. I'm telling you people. You're ruining decent. my brand. I'm a decent. I'm not nice. <laughs> we were hanging out all day and it's been pretty chill. I was like, you know, you never know. What's but I'm delirious. Yeah, I'm dehydrated and exhausted. Sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. Yeah. We did get some good ice cream, so I'm a little more chipper. Mm-hmm. So then I'm excited for dinner. Awesome some uh, pork chop not pork chops barbecue yeah it's yeah. gonna be good and still no car low carb yeah but you can you can cheat now i see well, it's not cheating because the goal has been accomplished yeah well and we're gonna do one more shoot with a shout out to mike tice national geographic photographer he's gonna work here with michael malice how out. far is the from the like house five minutes oh perfect yeah okay. yeah it's like we're in that's why he moved here was got to be able it to shoot here so that's pretty cool Woodland Park, baby. We're living the dream. This is going to be fun. All right. So I think we can go ahead and like wrap it up. I do appreciate you coming on here. I was a little nervous at first, but you were kind enough to just be patient. I'm okay. really excited for these collabs. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah. And the future is like... like what's a, what's a, you've done limited right. editions before. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to say like what's the, what's the number that you do for a limited edition? Mm -hmm. 2,000. Three, oh, 3, okay. 000. So that's you. You could. I, I can move that easy. Yeah. Okay. So I can. don't feel like I'm putting you out. Yeah. There's no pressure. Okay. Three. Th three. No, th I like to deliver for people. Oh, you do. Yeah. When you put. Thank you for getting us on Joe Rogan. My that was pleasure. like the highlight of my life. That's so sad. You're I married. Know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I, shove. Joe's here. Sorry, Mrs. Patton. Since then, that's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Well, whatever. But yeah, that that's was not, that's I not mean, it, well, because, narrator. That's not what he meant. Well, because you know, like we've been trying to get on there for like a decade, and then it's an easy brand to promote because it's also quirky enough that I people find it funny. Mm -hmm. But also, I I wear it every day. And awesome. you, again, you don't pay me to wear it. This is my trick for people who watch my show. If you hear me say I use this product. Literally 100% of the time, I'm telling the truth. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you hear me say this product's great, I haven't tried it. Or I tried it and I don't like it. That's hilarious. So that's my code. Nice. Okay. Well, and, and if anyone ever meets me and wants to ask for proof, I will show them the sheath drawband. That's beautiful. Proof that I'm wearing it. I appreciate that. If, and as, you know, as with any podcast, we're ending. Do you have anything you want to say to anyone? Support the underwear that supports you. Hell yeah. I figured you'd go there, so I appreciate it. All right, everyone. That was a big one. That was a big hit right here. Michael Malice for dropping it with a new design and model shots. It's all, it's all coming soon. So be on the lookout. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>